Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and I just watched that podcast, Abe and a Six-Pack, and it was the worst. It was the worst shit I've ever watched. It just shows anybody can have a podcast, and uh, even by those standards of anyone having a podcast, uh, this one was shit. It's like, uh, it's stupid, it's boring, it's a waste of time. And, uh, you know, there are two-year-olds with podcasts that are more worthwhile listening to than that. It, it's just, uh, don't waste your time. Really, really avoid it like the plague. too soon on the battlefield. For some men it comes permanently, their eyes never open to the light of day. But for this man, fighting this war, there is never total darkness. The spidery beams of light in the sky are the descendants of the modern laser beam. Heat rays that sear through tungsten steel and flesh as though they were cheesecloth. And this soldier must go against those weapons. His name is Quarlo. And he is a foot soldier, the ultimate infantryman. Trained from birth by the state, he has never known love or closeness or warmth. He is geared for only one purpose, to kill the enemy. And the enemy waits for him. Episode 192, I'm joined by Nick the Rat. We're going to talk about super soldiers, and this is a new life, son of a bitch. This is a new life, son of a bitch. Danger, danger, alert, alert. I am a scumbag. I am filth. Good. I didn't do fucking shit. Oh my gosh. Oh. Woo! Live from the sewers of Brooklyn, New York. I'm joined by Nick the Rat. Uh, I'm a super soldier, and I'm here to say. I could rap about Snickerdoodles and Pecan Sandies all day. Uh, we're talk- yeah. I thought we were talking about super shoulders tonight. <laughs> Let's talk about super head. Like when you uh, get like a can of tomato bisque 
or a can of chicken noodle no, and you dump it on the top of about, your arm like a no, like I'm super, about, super uh, blow shoulder. jobs my friend blow, super, blow. never mind you got gilbert godfrey to uh talk about your your shitty show before he passed away yeah i loved how he pronounced it abe in a six pack <laughs> abe i just watched that show yeah it was a cameo coming in for the wind the wind the wind oh, man that cameo just jumped in in value well, for a little while now. Yeah, you could get um, uh, Vermin Supreme on there, too. I don't like Vermin Supreme very much. I used to until I actually started listening to him talk for more than just brief yeah, clips. Yeah. At first, it's like, oh, this this guy, is, it's great. He's a politician who wants to give ponies out, and he has a boot on his head. But then he doesn't, that's that's all he's got. And he talks right. about dead people. He's like, oh, I outlived, <laughs> outlived you. I won. It's like, wow. I, I uh if if I wanted to vote for somebody that was just making a mockery of running for president, I'd vote for Gary Johnson. You know what I'm saying? Gary Johnson. I'd I'd vote for uh, Mulvaney. What's his name? Derek Mulvaney. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan is, Mulvaney. I'd is, vote for him to be. Is, I'm her to be president. Are they running for president? I'd vote for him. Yeah. Why the fuck not? <laughs> it's not like the president does anything. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I voted for Kanye, so I've done all I can do. Kanye. <laughs> Uh, I do have uh, an executive producer to thank for this show. Before I forget, NetNed coming in. I think it was NetNed anyways. I'm 99% sure it was NetNed coming in with a donation for 100 buckaroos. Holy shit. Do I have to take my a pants chihuahua off? A chihuahua can mate with a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a bull mastiff. Exactly. Thank you, NetNed. You are the executive producer of the show. And you, got, you can take your pants off. I already had mine off ahead of time. So I'm going to put my pants back on. <laughs> Okay. They were tight. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, uh, NetNet, for coming in with that, uh, the big win, the big W on that. And as Afro Man said, I recently saw Afro Man in concert. And uh, as he so succinctly put it, I need money. Man, these gas prices is higher than me, man. Oh. Look at this inflation, man. I really need some money. I do need money because it costs things to run the show. So thank you, NetNed, for making this show possible. And thank you, Nick, for being here. We're going to talk about, um, what were we talking about again? Soup? Super Soldiers. Yeah, so. Super Soldiers. Have you ever seen that show, The Outer Limits? Yes. They, they did a remake in like the late 80s, early 90s. It was a very good show. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I downloaded all of it, but it's like such shit quality now. Well, they did like, it because the it's yeah, oh. yeah, so old. Yeah, well, it's it's definitely dated, and it still doesn't quite hold up to the Twilight Zone. But sometimes when it's good, it's really good. And there was an episode that I hadn't seen until recently uh, called "The Soldier," or maybe it's just called "Soldier." And I watched a breakdown, a side by side, and James Cameron completely ripped off this old episode that came out in 1964 to make the Terminator in 1984. What was it called? Outer Limits, The Soldier. Yeah, I think it's just called Soldier, maybe. Soldier? Outer Limits. It's about in the future. 1964. Yeah, in the future, they uh, they fight wars and they send people back in time, just like the Terminators. It's There's a couple plot points that are real similar. But one that uh, James Cameron was kind of sleeping on that he really should have uh, put included in there is in this clip. This is when his name is, uh, God, what's his? Quanzo? Quano? 
and he's the soldier that's now come back from the future to the past. And he gets invited to this regular ass family's house for some reason, like they're having him over for dinner. Come on, Quarlo. Come on in. Quarlo. Quarlo, this is my wife, Abby. Uh, my daughter, Tony, and Lauren is the. Now there's a cat in the foreground of the shot up on this table, and Quarlo is immediately looking at this thing with just the most most furious or furious, I guess, since it's a cat intensity, and he walks right over to the cat, like. Um, does Does he eat it? Uh, yeah. Pretty. I mean, it looks like he's about to. He's about to either eat, fuck, or. Yeah, something. The cat. The look on his face. Quarlo is going in on it. CO. Quarlo, Crowbreakney, bite. R-M-E-N-T-N-D-O reporting. Cat, remember the book? What did you want from that cat, Quarlo? Nothing same. No cats are different where you come from? <laughs> I like how everybody speaks in Caveman from the future, too. Nothing same. He's got a massive unibrow, too. Different. See, old Prowler, think, speak. I, I don't understand. The, the commanding officer uses cats? On patrol. Troopers, cats tied together by think, speak. Cats do prowl, spot the enemy. Troopers jump. Oh. I think what he means is that somehow, by some, some agency that we don't even suspect, wars in the future are fought with men and animals. Cats are used for reconnaissance, and by telepathy, they relay their messages. And, and he thought he could get in touch with his commanding officer by talking through Macbeth. Yeah, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> makes perfect sense. Dude. Well, let me just tell you exactly what this guy just said, but use a lot more words to do it with. It's, it, yeah, it, and Macbeth obviously was the name of their cat. And the, immediately the kid picks up on it and he goes, well, yeah, well, duh, stupid ass idiot. Like, what else would he be doing? He's trying to talk to the future with his with our cat. Yeah, it makes sense. I got that ISO. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? Well, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Is, yeah. Does he come back? He comes back from the future, this this Quarlo? Quarlo yeah. Uh, So he it's basically Terminator, except... It's he's not really a robot. He's just like a guy that was raised to be a super soldier. But really, he's dressed like a gladiator and he talks like the Geico caveman. So I don't understand. <laughs> I just I'm, I it, it was never really explained how um, they had time travel successfully in an idiocracy style future. Where yeah, it's, I'm looking for the the year that uh, Quarlo came from, but I can't find it. They, 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 I guess they didn't make it into the. Uh, they probably just the so far in the future they just stopped counting. <laughs> they're using fucking cats in the street. They, they don't need calendars. Everybody lives forever because uh, they they go by cat years and they all have nine lives. I like how he looks like he's like an AR helmet on too. Yeah, he That's looks a, like a he looks like a trash can man with a gladiator vest. <laughs> he's he looks like he's about as well protected from uh, or well prepared for the battlefield as Sam Hyde in that TED talk. Oh jeez, yeah, Which actually, he, he looks just like that. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's going for well. That's uh, the the Roman the Roman look. When in Ro- when in the when in the past, do as the Romans do. Uh, eat eat pussy cats. Uh, uh, I don't think I don't know. I I, I start I start Roman. I've, have you ever roamed around Rome? I've never been to Rome. No. Start never been roaming Rome. around. You just start. You just kind of aimlessly walk, and then everybody there goes. Ah, I see what you're doing. 
you're going for the uh you're, it's like a it's a meta a meta approach to uh tourism do you think um uh, you think america is using the media um and, and these movies to uh, because they're too big of pussies to make super soldiers with like drugs and stuff so, so they're using they're using like movies to make uh people turn into soldiers like hey hey watch this guy jumping around and shooting people uh maybe you could do that for the army i think call of duty for sure um and then don't they don't they use xbox controllers or something similar to pilot unmanned drones they probably do it's a comfortable controller it's uh it's i one believe of the, the tops the first first person shooter was funded and put out by the pentagon like right before doom really? came out tetris did you see this tetris movie was this tetris movie back i keep hearing about this fucking tetris movie uh, I don't know. I got my Tetris shot the other day because I stepped on a rusty nail. Yeah. I haven't seen him. Yeah. I've never, I've never, uh, what would the Tetris movie be about? That's kind of like making a, <laughs> that's kind of like making a uh, backgammon movie or like a checkers movie. It's uh, about the creator of uh, Tetris and how Russia didn't want it to get out because uh, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see it, but Tetris was a, a big, a big money maker. It was a big, a lot of money behind that thing. It's a, did you ever play Tetris? Yeah, I was terrible at it. I played the new like Tetris Extreme Baja Blast or whatever that g- game was, where it's like Tetris, but in the background there's a bunch of explosions in space and uh, intense music. Ooh. We were joking around again, sir, and it went too far, just like it always does. Someone always gets hurt. Oh man! Well, now I feel bad. But uh, uh, yeah, uh, they're 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 definitely using uh, video games as a way to um, create. Super soldiers. Now, what what would quantify in your mind a super soldier? Because I think a lot of people, their brain goes to Captain I would, America. I would say, I would say anything. I would say anything that's you know a soldier plus um, anything that gives a, a a person a slight advantage on the battlefield would be yeah. Let's let's define super soldier. What is what is, what what do you think it is? I think it's anything that's any any anybody with a little uh, added. Uh, Chutzpah or some shit. I don't know. What do you What do you think it is? A little more panache, a little more viscosity, a little more, um, a guy. Uh, well, yeah, you know what I'm saying. A little, just a little more pizzazz. I would say a super yeah. soldier is somebody that has been modified or at least has a technology that makes them beyond human, not subhuman. But what's the what's the opposite of sub? Dom human. Uh, there's subs. Dom- and there's doms. <laughs> Dom. Dom human. No, there's a, it's, yeah, it's something that makes a, a superhuman. That's the term super soldier. Something that but either, either have technology to be like or, leap? A, um, or could it be a skip or a hop or how big does this leap have to be? Is, is it like, uh, because, uh, what is that stupid fucking so, book with the kid? And so you're saying if a soldier is like really good at Tetris, then that could, he could be a super soldier, even though he's not going to have to he, use Tetris on the battlefield probably. He might have the advantage of like putting C four on on a wall or something because he knows how to stick it in there or something. I, um, uh, the, the the boy the boy in the shooting, um, Ray Bradbury, uh, the the Ender's Game, Ender's Game. Th- those were that kid turned out to be like a super soldier, and it Is started that the one with, with like video Ford? games and stuff. Yeah, the, the movie was probably bad. I didn't even bother watching, but the the book was pretty good. And uh, the, they trained a whole bunch of kids with uh, with you know video games, giving them the the edge. Sometimes the super soldier needs to evolve, so it's it might be uh, little little nudges. I think little nudges on uh, on people could uh, help evolve us into the super soldiers of the future. 
That's why it's hard to define it. Because I, it's like, oh, the super soldier, like the the Terminator. You know, that's that's a, that is a super soldier. But we're not we're not there yet. You know, we gotta we gotta we gotta get there. Well, does it a super Maybe. soldier count if it's a robot? I guess so. Also, Lil Nudges, great name for a rapper. Lil Nudges. <laughs> Lil Nudges. Um, yeah, I. So yeah, okay. So I do have a backgrounder on the Postum Giants, which is the first example that I could find of super shul- super shoulders. Super shul- shu- super soldier. <laughs> a super soldier is a fictional concept combatant genetically modified for superior physical or behavioral attributes. A concept you'll be familiar with if you've read a single comic book from the last 30 years. But did you know that this idea was realized with the Potsdam Giants, an 18th century infantry regiment that was recognized by Charles Darwin as the only case of intentional selective breeding of humans? The Potsdam Giants were afforded high salaries and preferential treatment, but Despite this, many lived miserable lives. In 1713, Frederick William I became king of Prussia. A notably frugal person, William did away with many of the luxuries his father had enjoyed as king and instead set about expanding the Prussian army. During his reign, the Prussian army went from a force of 38,000 men to 83,000 men. You may think setting aside one's personal indulgences for the sake of Prussia's interests was a commendable thing to do, but in truth, the military was William's indulgence, and no Nowhere is this more obvious than Prussian Infantry Regiment Number 6. The regiment, which also came to be known as the Giant Guard of Potsdam, or the Longfellows, was comprised of taller than average soldiers. You had to be at least 6 foot 2 to enlist in this regiment, which is fairly tall by today's standards, but at the time would have been freakishly tall. The king himself was only about 5 foot 3, making him a little manlet in the world of today. The king was enamoured with these big boys, and as they served him directly, the job came with certain benefits. Benefits. Firstly, they were paid handsomely, and the taller you were, the more you were paid. They were dressed in a fine regal uniform with a 45cm grenadier cap that further pushed their tall stature. They were given the best food and accommodation. They didn't see combat deployment, as the king considered his Potsdam giants too valuable to throw away. They were also paired with tall women, in hopes that they would produce even taller guardsmen for the future. And yes, this did this work. It's just eugenics. Yeah. It's well, like, in this case, it'd be in this case, it'd be huge genetics. Huge, this is just huge, huge. Genetics. But they, uh, yeah, so they they were paired with the tallest women they could find, and apparently the babies were tall too. Um, I, but what about this? I have questions about Darwin saying this is the first time in history of selective breeding because wouldn't the incest of the royal family going back before that count? Or um, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure. pretty much everything is uh, planned. Yeah. Unless you, you know, the only thing that's not uh, would be rape, I guess. Would be uh, <laughs> well, somebody's <laughs> planning that usually. Yeah, it's so, yeah, that's that's even yeah. Uh, uh, let's not. Uh, what? <laughs> so they, he had an army of six foot tall guys, super soldiers, super soldiers. Yes. I, did uh did he have a basketball team too? No, you had to be played? at least six foot one to be even considered. Um, These guys I, probably didn't even fight or do anything. They probably just probably like, oh, look, we're big. We're intimidating you. Well, they, they said that he didn't want to risk any of them getting hurt on the battlefield. So they never saw action. They're kind of like the um, the Coast Guard or the National Guard. Like, when's the last time? Like his lovers, I bet. He probably like. You're, you're not far off here. Let's go to the next clip. Shall King we? William's unusual obsession with the giants. He was once quoted as saying, the most beautiful girl or woman in the world would be a matter of indifference to me. But tall soldiers, 
they are my weakness. Which is a choice of words I wouldn't use to describe anything unless I wanted people to think my interest was somehow perverse. And some of William's actions indicate that this was the case. He was very enthusiastic about recruiting more giants. Part of this was the aforementioned breeding program, but he would also try to recruit tall soldiers from other armies or countries. So well known was his interest that foreign monarchs would sometimes supply him with tall soldiers as a diplomatic gift. Farmers would sell tall farmhands to him, and the children of tall parents were earmarked for their potential to be Potsdam giants. If these people weren't interested in joining William's regiment, well, tough shit. The tallest known Potsdam giant was Irishman James Kirkland, who was recorded as standing in at 7 foot 1. Kirkland had found employment in London, serving as a footman to the Prussian ambassador. In truth, the ambassador did not need a footman, and Kirkland was forcibly abducted and taken on board a ship to Prussia. This is called... I hate to pause it here, but am I... I might be just an idiot, but where is Prussia? Prussia is... it's a... Uh in your it's a uh, eurasia so that's because it's like um so it's nowhere it's, near russia it's around russia it's like bordering it it's it's like uh between russia and europe okay they still don't they don't still call I, it prussia though no they don't no uh, there's uh, i don't think no it's a whole bunch of places it's uh yeah it's just between russia and europe it's a little spot of land i don't know what's there now if, like if you ask me what was there now i'd be like i don't know it's like sweden maybe Nice. Yeah, I, uh, sure. I'm not a big geography guy. I just know that uh, Australia is a country and a continent. Impressment or press ganging, where someone is forcibly taken into military or naval service. And Kirkland was not the only Potsdam giant to be recruited like this. While the Potsdam giants didn't have to fight in battle, they were subject to the whims and wishes of King William. If the mood took him, he could command they'd be paraded out in front of him, accompanied by the regiment's mascot, a big old bear. Here William would simply look over them and admire them, as a modern day rich man might do with a fleet of luxury cars. He would do this to impress foreign visitors and dignitaries, but also for his own amusement. If he was sick in bed, William might call for some Potsdam giants to be brought into his bedroom to cheer him up. He enjoyed personally training and drilling them himself, and he even... Like... This sounds so <laughs> like, rough. Like a... Like a... Make-A-Wish Foundation kid. Like Michael Jordan come in. This guy just... He's like on, on his deathbed. I'm just imagining him bringing in like 26 foot... Or uh, seven foot tall guys, and they what is it? Did they just Send stand the there? Giants. It, it, it doesn't describe them doing anything either. So it's just like he just they just stand like perfectly still, and he looks at them. Or did they? What did they? They play patty cake or butt patty cake, or did they play Monopoly? Like or what? How were they cheering him up? Just standing there is what it sounds like. Uh, probably played horsey on their knees. Might call for some Potsdam giants to be brought into his bedroom to cheer him up. He enjoyed mm -hmm. personally training and drilling them himself, and he even drill. <laughs> I bet he was drilling them training and drilling them himself and he even liked painting them really they were little more than circus <laughs> like freaks or toys for Easter william's eggs. vanity <laughs> to directly serve to be admired by the king may have been a source of pride for some at least those who had joined voluntarily but even they would soon see the downside to being a potsdam giant King William was so obsessed with the soldiers being tall that at one point it wasn't good enough to just find or create tall soldiers. He wanted to make the soldiers he had even taller. A special rack was constructed for the Potsdam Giants where they would be tied up and stretched. You may be familiar with such a rack as it's a well-known torture device. William would personally supervise these stretching sessions, although he eventually stopped the practice after a number of giants died during the supposed enlengthening. 
and lengthening. So there you go. There's what uh, an idiot. <laughs> what a dumbass. There's uh, some old school super soldier background for you. The Potsdam John. Super soldiers. Super soldiers. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's, super soldiers. That's from uh, Fringe. You ever watch that show Fringe? Did you ever watch the show Fringe? Yeah. I love Fringe. Fringe is one of my favorite shows ever. It's great. Super sol- there, was, there were super soldiers in there. Yeah. My legs were to be fertilized in a lab and given a cocktail of growth hormones. If perfected, a baby was born and within three years aged to the equivalent of a 21-year-old male, a soldier in prime condition. You're telling me you developed a way to grow soldiers. People. Theoretically. <laughs> Theoretically. A great show. Can you imagine how confusing that would be? Not like, really that confusing. Just to grow up it, like 21 years in the span of two years? Um, that's not that confusing. I feel like I'm still like two right now. Yeah. Well, that's. Yeah. I don't know. It would, it would be. Yeah. A, it would, well, you wouldn't know any language. So it would, you'd, just, uh, you'd be talking <laughs> like uh, Chugan, whatever his name was. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. It's the most forgettable sci-fi name ever. Maybe maybe that's why he talked like that because he was Kinkos. like born in two days. I think his name was Kinkos. <laughs> Kinkos. Like, uh, is Doom guy? You know, is he a super soldier? He was just a really good soldier. He's also fictional, but do oh the guy the I main had, character in Doom. Yeah, he's just a guy that kicked ass. Like Duke. Like Nukem. It, if uh, if you're just a really good if you're just really good at what you do, are you like a super soldier or or do you have to have? Well, you have to be modified. Do you need to be like genetically modified or? Yeah, my understanding uh, is you have to have some kind of thing that like makes you superhuman or you have to have some kind of technology that achieves a goal like that. So like if you had uh, hmm, like binoculars for eyes, that'd be a super soldier if you could. You know. I would suck. You couldn't you could sneak up on them so easily. They won't be able to see you. You'd just be blurry unless you're really far away. Well, maybe you could adjust them. I would hope so. I <laughs> you fucked. You fucked with your fucking weird eyes. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, maybe it's maybe that's a bad example. That'd be like a that'd be a special soldier. It's um, well, yeah. I'm looking up super soldier on uh, the Wikipedia, and it's like a fictional concept. Because you, also, what you're saying, uh, it's um, uh, you have to. It has to be superhuman, and there's no such thing as superhuman because. Uh, it's like it's like evolution. Uh, sooner or later, you will be the the super will be the normal or something. Yeah, I'm looking at this picture. Are those the uh, the pots? The <laughs> he's uh, he's exactly pots, the right height yeah. to uh, buckle their fanny packs with his teeth. <laughs> um, while we're on clips of guys that have fun accents, I have a uh, well. You know what? You know what? Let me let me backtrack. Would a drug enhanced super soldier count? Like that's what? that's a it's a good question. So the Nazis because did that with methamphetamine, and they were trying to make super soldiers, but just ended up making a bunch of tweakers. It see it's it's hard with that because um, you would have to uh, they would have to be behind enemy lines already because you don't want to give somebody meth and then send them into the fight. You want to have them in the middle of a, of a place, then put them on meth. So maybe it would be like a, like one of those capsules you put in your mouth or something and send in the Germans. And once they're inside, then they would all bite that. Then they would just go nuts and start ripping doors off of uh, police cars. Yeah. I don't know if that would help I them win the war, I think they mainly war, just give, used it for, to keep them awake overnight. 
like kamikaze. Yeah, that's a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of these stories. You always read about like the army doing the like, oh, we can make this guy stay awake for a month. Now, I don't which I don't know if I want to be a super soldier. If these are the the perks, like oh, you're gonna work more, you just stay up, you're not gonna go to bed, and you're gonna work for us. I'd be like, fuck. They might get good paychecks. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be How some much hell money overtime. Do super soldiers out. make super um, soldier. They might not have average. to pay them. Um, because chimeras don't have rights, so if it's a uh, how much? Does oh yeah, they can be, you don't the have average to soldier salary is forty three thousand. So a super soldier is probably like eighty six thousand. Oh, I was guess I was going to guess forty three thousand and one dollar. <laughs> forty three oh one. Yeah. Um. So you know what a humanzi is? Because this was another attempt in Russia to make super soldiers. A humanzi. That's uh when you would put a. A guy in in pantyhose. Close. Uh, it's it was supposed to be part man, part chimp. So, back in uh, Soviet era, Stalin poured a bunch of money into. This is from the Sun. Uh, during Russia's Soviet era, Joseph Stalin poured money into sensational experiments, which involved injecting human sperm into female gorillas and inseminating human women with the seed of primates. So they're basically like jerking How off monkeys and putting it in a woman, and then jerking off dudes and putting it in a woman monkey. And they just thought, How like, this maybe this will come out. Um, like, who broke this story? Did like did did the Russians? You know, was this in the newspaper in like uh, the Ruski Daily? It was like, okay, uh, they're doing doing, and then it got over here. Or, or do you think this was all just like weird propaganda? Maybe, maybe it never happened at all. Oh right, like um, the Holocaust. Yeah, and well, <laughs> no, and also why why stop at monkeys? Why didn't they just try to have human everything hybrids? Just like line up the whole farm and and have at it. Hold on a second. I think they. I think somebody had a. Um, well, I, John Lilly and uh, Carl Sagan was shut it down kind of once he found out the extent of it. But uh, actually, they covered this. Fletcher and Blueberry covered this on Behind the Schemes a couple weeks ago. They were jerking off, or NASA was jerking off dolphins and giving them ketamine and acid, trying to talk to them. So oh yeah. This doesn't like it's. It, it seems like somebody might have had a monkey fetish and they just were like, I don't know. Um, but let's let's read on here. Stalin ordered renowned scientist Ila Ivanov to create an invincible breed of Red Army soldiers. Secret documents released in the 1990s showed. So, um, yeah, I mean, it did take him a while to come out. Uh, resilient. <laughs> These mutant warriors need to be resilient and resilient to hunger was the demand. Uh, so they tried to impregnate 500 female monkeys with male sperm human male sperm you know what? i'm starting to think that these aren't super soldiers <laughs> they just sound like super slaves uh it's like oh you'll well, never go didn't... to sleep you'll never eat go out there and kill people for me yeah well they were just using them for their cum <laughs> the term humanity was coined later in the 20th soldier. century and refers to a human shrimp crossbreed this even got its own wikipedia page how about that a scientifically possible hybridization now, all this pretty much failed. So they spent lots of resources and lots of money trying to get, um, I guess they just, they didn't understand gene splicing and stuff as well back then. So they just figured like, if you put the mangu of a man in a, in a monkey pussy, maybe a, a monkey man will come out. All right. But how much money does it really cost to come in a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> um, it depends. It depends. Uh, if you have a court appearance for it, it might end up costing you a lot of money. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand how this was like a big money drain. Like they could do it in like somebody's cellar, just like throw some monkeys in there and 
get a fucking turkey baster or something. It's, I could have run the program for 20s of dollars. <laughs> 20s, 20s of dollars. Yeah, it seems like it would be a pretty cheap operation to run. Um, but I do have this uh, great Indian guy talking about exactly uh, the, the, I guess, the logistics of making a, a humanzy. I would have called it a chuman if it was me. Instead of a human. A human. <laughs> yeah. A ch- um, here we go. So this is uh, the ins and outs of making a humanzy. <laughs> Humans and chimpanzees are closely related to each other and surprisingly share almost 98.9% of their DNA. Does it mean that mating between these two species will produce some hybrid like humanzy or something? Well, that's an obvious no and of course gross, but there might be some reasons for it, right? Let's find out. There are many physical and chemical barriers for humans and chimpanzees to have babies. Apart from being not attracted to each other, being geographically separated... speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) That's your opinion, But God forbid if mating happens, human sperms will eventually lose their way in the female chimpanzee's reproductive tract. In mammals, when the egg is released, it is surrounded by a loose group of follicle cells. These cells release a chemical signal which kind of provides direction to the sperm. If the signal is not correct, the sperm fails to find the egg in the first place. But let's assume that a human sperm magically finds its way towards the female chimpanzee's egg cell. But this egg cell is not a damsel in waiting which will just allow any random sperm to fertilize it, right? The zona pellucid found in mammalian eggs has glycoproteins around the egg. If the sperm do not have the correct receptors, they are unable to adhere to the egg and therefore cannot fertilize the egg. So all the, I guess watching this, if this guy's breakdown is correct, if sperm had GPS, they could, a human sperm could fertilize any egg of any animal, theoretically. And But the egg won't accept it. Yeah, but if the egg... So, so really all that artificial insemination is in like all this gene splice and stuff is they just have to use a needle to get the sperm right into the egg because the outer layer of the egg is what won't accept it. So if you just take the sperm and stick it right in the egg, then it'll work. Like, I well, guess. they got the, uh, they got that, the talking about super soldiers, they got sperm robots, uh, robo sperm or sp- sperm bow. I forget what they call Sperm bow. Sperm bow. <laughs> I like that one though. Um, it's like a little uh, nanobot tail that they put on the back of the sperm, and it actually directs the sperm to where it's got to go. So maybe a little bit of sperm bow and some Casper nine or some CRISPR. You know, we could uh, we could relive m- monkey men, uh, the dream. I I feel like there'd be a better monkey man too. There's got to be a better monkey man, like or sorry, a better hybrid than a monkey man. Like yeah, I would want to go like a lizard or a, um, like Komodo a Komodo dragon man. man. They could climb walls. They could uh, change their color. Chameleon man. That would be octopus man. man. There you go. Oct- yeah. He would just go into, see the only problem with making these hybrids is then they start their own society. Then, then the octopus men need teachers and then there's unions and then there's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff to consider in uh, creating these, these, these hybrids, hybrids. Chimera. Chimeras, yeah. But uh, uh, I like this I'm Indian guy. It's definitely happening today. There's definitely a monkey boy sitting in a cage in some crazy scientist's house somewhere right now. Have you ever seen that clip of Alex Jones crying about the the human fish hybrids that they have in tanks? What? 
Um, oh, like the the fish babies, the, yeah, the, like the uteruses or something in the water tanks. There's a, about it. I, it's it's um I don't know if I can find it off, offhand, but it's just him. He's he's just draw. He's driven to tears because he's like, you know how you see a turtle in a in a fish tank and you feel sorry for it because it's just scratching at the glass. And he's like, I've talked to top Pentagon officials. They have humanoids crossed with fish and their gills. They're just gulping for air inside the tank. He's like talking about little fish, like full-grown human, half fish, half human people. Now, if that's real, um, which probably is, Alex Jones is usually right. Yeah, until he's wrong, you know. I mean, Y two K, he kind of botched that one, but other than that, yeah, what you know, it's the only one I could think of. Um, yeah, I, well, you did say it's probably really happening, so why don't we just go ahead and pull that bandaid off right uh, now? I think uh, here we go. Human chimeras living among us. It's only science fiction for right now. Yesterday, the Senate passed the Endless Frontier Act, a bill that commits nearly $250 billion to promote emerging technologies so that America can keep pace with Chinese innovation. Back in May, Democrats shot down an important amendment outlawing U.S. participation in research that would create human-animal hybrids, also known as chimeras. China's already doing it. Announcing in April that an international team successfully grew human monkey embryos and sustained them for 20 days in a lab. The only question is, what will they do next? Currently, the national... (laughs) Probably sustain them for 21 days in a lab. I I would imagine that if they're admitting that they're doing this for the last 50 years, they've been doing this in underground, deep underground military bases. Oh, yeah. There's definitely some uh, – there was just a story about uh, water bears. The What are those things called? I was thinking of Waterburger um, with uh, Keenan and Kel. <laughs> uh, but the uh, – I forget, I forget the, the name of what a water bear is. It's called like a it's, – it's, it sounds cool though. Uh, but the Chinese apparently spliced their DNA into human DNA because – they say that the water bear is very strong and it can probably resist uh, X uh, ray radiation and stuff. Uh, but it, how did, why not just what what is going on? There's probably some crazy stuff out there right now. I remember water I couldn't bears. find it for the show. I was looking, but I remember reading some kind of article that DARPA real bears? DARPA was uh, experimenting with uh, splicing the DNA sequence of salamanders into humans so that in, in an attempt to uh, give humans the ability to regenerate limbs, like if your arm gets blown off, you can grow it back like a Deadpool salamander. This sounds, this sounds like mumbo jumbo is mumbo jumbo about uh, tardigrades. Uh, it, 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 uh, like they're just throwing goop into stuff and they're saying words. They're just like, okay, we're going to take some of this goo and this goo, and we think that, you know, we're going to, they're going to grow wings. We took some bird goo, and we put it into the human goo, and we're going to, and then it's like the goo might live for like 20 days, and they they go nuts. And, you know, you know what maybe, they, you, they make uh, bulletproof vests out of, right? Um, spider webs? So, well, they, to make more uh, web material, they spliced spider DNA with goats, and so then they get the spider web out of the goat's udders. Now, how that, the hell do they do that? Well, they they like, successfully did that. That's been going on since the eighties. So, I don't know. So what else are they doing? Like, why why don't we do more weird stuff? Even though how what how did how does that not get out and like take over the world and spider spider goats? That's, I think we, yeah, spy, spider anything freaks me out. But uh, yeah, I just I don't I can't imagine. Can you imagine a a goat with eight big old spider legs? I don't think that's what they look like. I think they just 
give the uh, genetic sequencing of producing the spiderweb silk. I think that's pretty much the only thing. But you never know. It's got to be doing something else. How do they direct it so well? I guess they broke down the DNA and all that, and they have the, they have the gene sequences. But like, how really they- want to mind fuck? Carrots aren't naturally orange. They're mostly like purple and yellow. Yeah, I've seen purple and all those. Everything is genetically modified. Well, not everything, but a lot of stuff is. Bananas are. Uh, uh, my mom was. There was a. There's a lot of. There's a lot of uh, genetic mutations going on out there, and the world still exists. So maybe it's a decent thing that's happening. But what if there's like a, a spider with just one giant goat eye on its head? Oh, that that'd be creepy. What would be like one the big... craziest animal hybrid be? Well, octopus and. Uh, Chameleon, and well, just humans. Humans are the most deadly thing there is. Yeah, but like, what what would be the craziest uh, chimera? Uh, I think I think a, I a a human cross with a jellyfish would be pretty crazy. I think you definitely need to put human in there so it could uh, communicate with people, um, and and let you know how miserable its life is that it's this jellyfish. Now, would he just be like a ugh, jelly jelly man? <laughs> Dude, he could be like you know how they had Jared Fogle for Subway. And the jelly man could be like the the Jared Fogel of Schmuckers. That's, uh, Luckily, that's most of these weird creations they uh, die fast. They don't live. They don't live long enough to. If they lived long, then they wouldn't tell us about them. Those are the ones they keep uh, secret. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would imagine anyway. Um, yeah, I bet. I got a. I, I bet there's a oh. room full of goats over here. Hold on. Sorry, they're getting out. How many Tom Brady's do you have? Health has banned U.S. funding for chimeric research, but that ban could very well be lifted. And who's to say that these agencies will play by the rules anyway? Remember, President Obama banned uh, funding for gain-of-function research back in 2014, but New York uh, AD found a way around it. Uh, and uh, they laundered it's the NIAD group and they laundered hundreds of thousands of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology through a nonprofit group called the Echo Health Alliance. The rest is history. Chimeric research is a Pandora's box. That's obviously from hell. That should not be. Open. Obviously. <laughs> Didn't obviously. Even, obviously from hell. Like that's, uh, I don't even, it's so obviously from hell that uh, I mean, I do agree. It's kind of creepy, but. I just like how she threw that in, obviously. From there her. should be a, a podcast about chimeras and call it Chimerica. Chimerica. <laughs> oh! Super soldiers. Super soldiers. Yes. Yes. Um, I there's also, I guess, the technological aspect of it. Uh, there's, there's like the cyborgs and stuff. Yeah. But so, before we get off the chimeras, oh, we yeah. forgot about uh, the it, 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 uh, furries. It, Aren't furries like chimeras? Aren't are, are furries super soldiers or are they? I don't know what that would be more like. Um, like okay, so like the beast from Beauty and the Beast, he'd be yeah. a super soldier, right? But if you're just putting oh, on like fake, uh, the costume, like a, yeah. a pasties and a fake cow antlers and cow ears, I don't really think that makes yeah, you no, super. Um, <laughs> so. And why are we? Why are we? Why are we stuck on soldiers? Why not uh, instead of having soldier like people as like murder machine slaves? Why where are the sex slaves? You know, like the island of Doctor Moreau could have been something like the um, the island of uh, Doctor Weinstein or whatever his name was. Uh, I think you're thinking of Doctor Einstein. Epstein, Doctor the island of Doctor Epstein. So, so you're what? suggesting that we um, implement genetically modified humans and 
super soldier technology into the sex trafficking market? Yes. Like instead of having like bigger muscles, have like uh, bigger vulvas or something. Um, we These kids are genetically modified to be five years old forever. Go nuts, guys. <laughs> Put a... Uh... Uh, the um, uh, spider silk into into like breast milk or something. Well, I mean, they did do that with goats, so I yeah, feel like so they we could, could probably do. It. Yeah, why not? Uh, now I kind of want to see like a new <laughs> like because uh, everything's multiverse now in the Marvel universe. Now I kind of want to see a goat Spider Man. There probably is going to be one in one of the next fifty thousand Spider Man movies. How come his name wasn't Doctor Frankenstein? Frankenstein. It was Stein. Frankenstein. Harvey Weinstein. Epstein, Steen, Frankenstein, Frankenstein. I just know about uh, R.L. Steen. R.L. Steen. Yeah, the Goosebumps guy. Oh yeah, R.L. Bad movie. Did you see the Goosebumps movie? That the one with hot. Jack Black. Yeah, I, was, I sure didn't. <laughs> you're not missing out. It was. I ju- I'll tell you this: it could not have been anywhere near as good as Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo Two, Gigolo in the Big City. Wait, I'm thinking of real? Babe Two, Pig in the Big City. Oh, yeah. That wasn't... Uh, so, the U.S. military under Trump rolled out super soldier exoskeleton suits. But if you look at them, they look like the technology isn't that much more impressive than the braces on Forrest Gump's legs. The U.S. Army is paving the way for a new generation of super soldiers. With the help of exoskeletons. They're designed to be worn over a pair of pants and use a suite of sensors and AI to aid natural movement. The experimental technology is being developed by Lockheed Martin in an almost $7 million bid to increase American soldiers' endurance. Lockheed Martin's licensed the tech from a Canadian company. They originally designed the suit for people with mobility problems or medical ailments, like multiple sclerosis. The idea is that we're going to take the capabilities of some of the fittest, highest performing individuals in the world, and we're going to extend those capabilities. The appeal. Now this, I'm convinced that some of this stuff the military industrial complex pumps out is just a money laundering scheme. Yep. Because this, is, this, this is looks, it's like a guy, it's like a guy jumping off like a six inch drop or another guy like walking upstairs slower than a normal human would. It's just a power loader. It's good if you're like working on the dock or something, but. It, it looks, um, maybe I'm just an idiot, but this looks like a complete, I would rather just do all that stuff without this. Uh, big bulky. You need one of them to put it on. And yeah. remember, you need pants. If you don't have pants, you can't use it. Yes, yeah, designed to go over your pants. I, I, hate, I hate how humanity they 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 see things that could help people. Like, oh yeah, this stuff could really help the disabled, but we want to use it to kill people with. Well, there's no money in helping the disabled, unless you're Mr. Beast, I guess. True. Technology for the U.S. military is clear. Gear like body armor, night vision goggles, and advanced radios are critical, but heavy. All- I guess that's a good point, too, because we were, I was saying super soldiers could be, part of that could just be technology that create that makes you a more efficient soldier. So if you have night vision goggles or uh, a walkie-talkie, does that, does that make you a super soldier? Because it's not like your innate human, human ability. It's superhuman, yeah. yeah. You could uh, talk to people, yeah. It does make you a super soldier. So if so right so I'm if I have like a a, a stapler or even a whoopee cushion, <laughs> I would be a super soldier by that def, by that definition. Where do you draw yes. the line? Um, see, that's a good question. I'm starting to think super soldier is um, a mental state. 
like you have to you have to uh, not care that you're killing. Like a super soldier is somebody that could uh, have no morals. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm starting to think. Um, I'm starting to think that. Okay, so it's like gorilla mindset. Yes, that's what. That's why they want to mix you with an animal, so you lose that little bit of humanity that stops you from saying, "Why am I using this <gasps> this 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 guy's a wheelchair to kill this guy with?" I just thought of the perfect human animal hybrid, a human and a manatee, and you call it a humanity. How do I? How do I set myself on fire? <laughs> uh. Well, I, I wait. What is a manatee? That's like a seal with with buck teeth or something, right? I think so. Manatee, manatee, manatees, manatee. Yeah, I think that'd be pretty good. I'm still racking my brain, just but um, that's that's got to be on the Mount Rushmore of potential human animal hybrids. I also like the idea of an elephant, a half <laughs> half elephant, half man would be pretty cool. Those things are terrifying. There, uh, if you ever play uh, Final Fantasy Online, there's there's elephant people, and they're disturbing. I don't like them. Is he like a? Uh, is he like a normal guy with an elephant's head? Is that the? the he's crux? just a big. He looks like a. What is it? Kanish? Kanush? Ganush? Kanish? Kana? Krishna? A casserole. The there's the Egyptian the 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 elephant Hindu. Symbol god with the oh, arms. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Ganesh, I think is. I don't know, but yeah, it's. The, uh, I mean, the, like the Hindi's just ripped that off of uh, Doctor Seuss Horton. Here's a who, though. That's true. You heard something? Who? Who? But uh, uh, these these uh, uh, super soldiers. To, to get a super soldier, do you need to have a, a mad scientist? I mean, he can be like. Can you become a super soldier if the person that helps create? Do you, you have to be created, right? To be a super soldier, somebody has to be behind that. Now, does the person behind the soldiers' superness do they have to be mad or crazy or? Um, I guess that. Hmm. Well, I don't think so. They, because they made what the, if, like the Nazis. They were saying that the Nazis were crazy with the uh, monkey men, or what is that the Russians? The Russians are crazy. What if? Uh, what if a scientist? was walking past uh, a guy in the hallway and he was carrying a, a serum or a potion or a syringe full of some kind of Superman making material. Yeah, and he, like while, while he was walking through the hallway, he tripped and fell and got it all over or accidentally injected it into that Superman. See, he had no intention of doing it. So maybe, so he doesn't have to be a mad scientist. It could have been an accident. There you go. An it, accidental super soldier. That's like uh there's got to be man there's got to be a way to, there's got to be a way to make a super soldier that's just really good at making super soldiers you would need to make a super mad scientist so instead of making super soldiers we should be looking into how to make people smarter or something um there's a uh, i would say carrots carrots are a good way um books pretty good. books carrots what are the three things that make you smart books carrots drugs Drugs. That's what I was. That's exactly what I was going to say. Books, carrots, and drugs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you hear? <laughs> did you? <laughs> you think the Ukrainians have super soldiers? The the Russians were saying that the, the Ukrainians were uh, using drugs and stuff to become un, unethical monsters or something. Um. Do you, Do you believe that story, or do you think that's? I don't even. I'm not even sure Ukraine is even a real place at this point. I would say they have. It's part of Prussia, I think. Uh, I would well. I don't know. I don't. 
I would imagine if anybody had super soldiers, it'd be us and China, right? Or or the Russians. It would be one of the superpowers of the like. That's why they were called. That's why they call us the superpowers because we're making super 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 soldiers. We have the capability of uh, of killing people across the. Yeah, I don't think I don't think the Ukrainians are um, are using drugs. I, I, most of the videos I see of them, they're just flying uh, drones or or dancing or something. Yeah, having uh, concerts with Bono and yeah, I did, I I don't think I wonder what super see. I feel like the when super soldiers um, happen, it's not really going to be a chimera necessarily, and because that seems too unpredictable. You get how are you going to trust a guy that's like half pig or half cow or half monkey man because then you know he's he's gonna have his animal instincts kick in um dog a, a dog human hybrid maybe because dogs are very loyal so maybe the the dog side well they got the um, dog robot hybrids the the yeah. darpa dog things those things yeah. are uh, those are pretty deadly but now see that would that be a super soul that gets back to the fundamental question if it's a if it's non-organic material completely synthetic robot can it be a super is that soldier? a super um let's see there has to be let's uh, we, we need these guidelines here so it's just a i think we've been saying it's a person because uh well then again the person operating that robot would be the super soldier what if you got a human what if you did a brain transplant and put a human's brain inside of a polar bear could that be a super soldier even though it's just a straight up it, regular ass polar bear with a human brain it could be or a uh, or a sex uh, potential potential sex partner could be uh one of those yeah I like I like polar bears, and if they don't eat you, then you know that's kind of cool. You know what? I'm starting to think this whole super soldier thing is is pretty silly. We, <laughs> bombs, bombs. You don't need people. You need to blow them up. There's no point in wasting money on training soldiers and stuff. Yeah, and run a train on soldiers. It's very strange that we have a lot of soldiers. Like, what what do we need them for? We we like do we have soldiers because we can't just kill people. We need to like um, is, is it because we're policing people? Are sold are are they just police? Are they even soldiers? What we have today? Were you talking about like in the in the military or in yeah like because we the got these soldiers? Stuff. Well, it's the same thing almost because we have we could kill people with these bombs, but we don't we can't just go around blowing up places that we don't like. We we, we do, but. We just put these soldiers in places we don't like, and then and they act as like police or something. I mean, I I don't know. I guess that's why they're like they say we can't be the police of the world. So yeah, I guess we're, we are. We're playing loose and fast and hard with definitions here. But I think um, oh, yeah. the difference between military and police. That's why they're saying the police are getting militarized and the military's the police. Um, which, if you ever heard of that band that had the guy Sting in it. So what you're trying to say is that we're not making super soldiers. We're making mediocre soldiers and good police, super police. Um, I don't think any of these. No. Well, actually, you know what? Let me backtrack here because I've talked to people that have pretty deep ties to military families. And unless they're pulling my leg, a couple of people I've talked to are very confident that for decades now, the special forces, like the more elite uh commandos yeah. in the military have brain ch- implants like chips in their, in their head i could i could definitely believe that uh, technologically augment their abilities that's what uh elon musk knew with that uh the 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 brain tap thing neural link neural link yeah 
you'll be able to like look at something and the the robot dog will shoot it for you. Sausage link. I'm going to be um scary. I don't know if I'd want that either. Like I don't want uh, do you want to be a cyborg? Do you want implants? No. If it could make you bigger, stronger or faster. I don't know. I'd be like, "No, nah, I'm I'm good." I mean, if it's in any way connected to my nervous system to the capacity of affecting my brain, no. Now, would I get a um like some Dr. Octopus arms or like a Oh, like a suit. Yeah, sure. I I'd, I'd put on like a things i could take off yeah but would you get something implanted um, no nothing that would, would take interact drugs with would you take steroids um I, i'm i'm so afraid of needles especially ones that have to go in my ass i don't know yeah i would eat i, would I guess it takes a certain kind of person it takes a certain kind of person to want to be a super soldier or something well china's still working on it apparently that's what i'm told General, I want to turn to the China threat. You were really among the first people to come on this program and raise the red flag about China. You told us that they were building uh, a a very strong military. We know that they've got the largest navy in the world. Well, the director of national intelligence, John Ratcliffe, uh, joined me on Sunday Morning Futures this weekend to talk about uh, the intelligence that shows the Chinese Communist Party and what it's doing. Here's John Ratcliffe. It's called gene editing. It's altering DNA. And it's one of the things that our intelligence shows that China is doing. They've got a, the PRC, the People's Republic of China, has two million strong in its military. And it's trying to make them stronger through, uh, you know, gene editing. And that's just one of the ways that, uh, uh, you know, China is trying to um, essentially dominate the planet and set the rules in the world order. And, and why it's so important and people need to understand is this is an authoritarian regime. It doesn't care about people's individual rights. We've seen what they've done to the Uyghurs. We've seen what they've done in Hong Kong. Um, it's about putting the state first. And um, that is the exact opposite of what has always made America great. That was the most vague description of how they're making super soldiers I've ever heard. Gene editing to make them faster and stronger. Uh, the, the weird thing about China is that they, or anybody that we make seem evil, it's like we still do business with these people. Yeah. It's uh, but not it's really like, Russian. oh, wow, America's great, but we buy everything from China and everything from the, it's like, oh boy, what's going on? Well, I, I, I'm curious as to, like, how much of this is hype, I guess is my question. How much oh. is... <laughs> It's kind of like Adam and John talk about with the AI stuff where it's like uh, how much of the AI stuff is hype. I think Neuralink is Elon did that little thing with the pig and all they did was what it made the pig like hit a button or something. I don't even remember. They was, they have rats hooked up to cars and stuff that they go into the rat brain and stuff. But you just, we, 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 nobody's going to do that. Neuralink will be good for people that have uh, physical disabilities or injured or any of that. But I don't I can't see anybody willingly do this to themselves. Actually, I could. Never mind. Um, people, I'm not doing it. People tattoo their eyeballs, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I, there's going to be a lot of people that jump on board. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to get like that freaked out about super soldiers, super soldiers. Of, of <laughs> other, of, in other countries when, uh, yeah, it's, especially when they're so vague about it. They're like, oh, God, they're using gene editing to do what? Um well, uh, the I, the the water bear, the uh, they 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 think they could withstand nuclear blasts, like the radiation. That's that's the only bit of truth of claim that I could find. But it's still stupid because a nuclear blast will melt your skin off. I don't think I don't think uh, I don't think it's going to matter if you could uh, withstand the radiation for very long. Yeah, unless you got a refrigerator. 
Well, yeah, that thing will, yeah. If you have a refrigerator, you're a super soldier. Yeah, because, oh man, you're like, um, you're basically like uh, Mr. Freeze from (laughs) Batman. The powers of, uh, what is it, 40 degrees? What's a temp, what's a fridge stay at, 40 degrees? (laughs) I will keep your meat unspoiled. (laughs) But only. cheese fresh. But only if you have a uh, power outlet. Uh, What's your reaction? We've talked about what they're doing in their use of artificial intelligence in the military. Uh, but to actually do this gene editing and have this program to test members of the PLO, two million communists, to try to make them better and more equipped to handle extreme weather, more equipped to handle chemical attacks. Pretty extraordinary the lengths that they're going, General. Yes, it's not surprising. You know, as Director Radcliffe said, this is an authoritarian, it's a repressive regime that, uh, as a premium, is is constantly in control of its people. And and I'm just just frustrated at this point because no one's getting into the science of what they're exactly going to do. They're just like, yeah, they're going to use genetic gene splicing. And then also, did you know that they're bad and they're really uh, authoritarian? Who's the chick talking? Because her voice is really turning me on. Oh, that's uh, she sounds sounds like she gives a sloppy BJ. That's uh, oh wow. Well, they don't really tell me, do they? I don't know. It's a lady on Fox <laughs> Business. Good enough for me. The description, it's it, the description lists her as Fox News contributor. Oh, she contributes. Fox News contributor and retired General Jack Keane react to China reportedly using gene editing tools to change the nature of soldiers. I want to learn Chinese and watch Chinese media. Do they have like, oh, the Americans are uh, shooting up their people with uh, super soldier stuff. And as we know, they're a bunch of liars and scam artists over there. Like, what Dude, kind I of bet, propaganda do they show their people about us? I bet China spent three whole years covering the Tide Pod Challenge. <laughs> Another 20 Americans died this week <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating detergent. Don't worry. We're in control. So every uh, day, 22 people in the U.S. die waiting for an organ transplant. There are currently 118,000 people on the list, and it grows every year. Scientists at the Salk Institute in La Jolla, California, think they might have the solution. Growing human organs inside genetically altered pigs. What do you think? Why don't they just grow them in the person? I, I I need a kidney. Grow it inside of me. Yeah, well, that'd be um, organ harvesting. And yeah, you've heard not to sign your organ donor card, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because if you're, if you're a match for the president, you're going to... Well, they can just... They, I mean, yeah, they can... They, like, those organs... Uh, organs are worth a lot of money. But, Especially um, my organ. I just can't... I I have, I have do have a problem with growing... Uh, with genetically modifying humans with any kind of animal, just in the sense of, like, well, it, it comes down to also fundamentally what's your what do you believe about the nature of the soul and consciousness? But like just kind of coming into this world in an organ harvesting lab as a part pig, part human seems like a bad way to go. Even if it, even if it's just a brief stint. Hey, hold hold on. Are you a vegetarian? No, I'm a vegetarian. You're a vegetarian. You only yeah. eat the veg. I only huh? I only eat pussy and drink um, hurricane malt. You must be very thin. Uh no I uh no I'm not a vegetarian I eat veg I'm an omnivore I believe that's called so you think that the the pig cares if you're eating it or growing a kidney in it or yeah but they, like, this is what, a this, pig, this embryo is gestated uh, from the cellular level 
as part pig, part human. So if you believe that it's going to have some kind of experience, like the human part of it's probably going to be like freaking out. I mean, even the pig part, Do you right? Think your, your, you think your liver has a soul? Uh, like individually? Well, yeah, that's what you're saying about this piece of human in this I'm a- talking about animal. the pig because the pig is part human. It's not like they just get a baby liver and stick it in the pig's stomach and well, it grows into a full liver. They're, they're splicing human DNA with, in the embryo of the pig, so the pig is already a human. But it's still a pig. It's just like, it's like these carrots. Do you care if the carrot's orange or purple or has a liver in it? I'm talking about how does the pig feel that's part human? Is the human part of it Why do you care about the pig, conscious? though? You, you, you eat pig. Do you care about... Yeah, the, but the I don't eat pigs that are part human as far as I know. <laughs> well, uh, well, you didn't even talk about that. Will they feed the people, these human pigs? Or will they just harvest it for body parts? <laughs> so we have super soldiers and super foods, and now we have super food soldiers. Super food soldiers, yes. That's what uh, I think most of America is... Uh, Superfood soldiers. Dude, a, vet, a part human, part vegetable chimera would be interesting. Like that episode of Lost in Space where they go, they're like, they scan the planet. They're like, oh, there's no uh, any, there's no signs of life on the planet. It's just vegetables. It's just all vegetation. And they go down there and they get kidnapped by a giant talking carrot. Carrot top. <laughs> Whips out all these weird props. Uh, now uh, that's a guy who was, um, if, as long, if we're valuing all life, a guy that really didn't value plant life was Gallagher. He massacred them on TV. Yeah. He was, uh, he died recently. Rest in peace, Gallagher. R.I.P. Uh, Pouring out for your boy. Rip. Imagine Gallagher used uh, pigs instead of watermelons. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, man, have you ever seen uh, an animal just kind of splat, just go splat, like getting hit really fast on the road? Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen splats. I saw a deer get hit by a semi, and you wouldn't believe it looked like a uh, a mist. Yeah, yeah. You just don't expect it to look like that. Uh, it looked yeah. like a water, like like a, a Gallagher watermelon. <laughs> just thinking of like some weird alternate dimensional horror movie reality where, where Gallagher's just smashing animals. Like I've always thought it'd be rabbits. <laughs> 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 Wait, are they already dead or already alive? And A, is, oh, and then alive. B, he which one's out. more disturbing? He takes out they can be dead. Yeah, I know. That's fucked up. Yeah. Either way, yeah. A chihuahua can mate with a with a with a with a, with a bull mastiff. <laughs> I uh, okay, actually, let's see. Human pig. How come hybrid. it works so well for dogs? How come dogs could like have all these weird other dogs? Ugh. I don't know. I. I think it's because um, it's kind of like uh, what's what's something they else that have, there's a bunch of varieties of that all came from the same root. Uh, carrots. They must have really <laughs> fucked with dogs like back in the day because the, the, it's just constant inbreeding and rebreeding and then getting other ones and breeding together. There must there must have been a lot of really bored uh, freaks in like the 1700s or 1600s. Or, when did do, when did dogs come into play? So I mean, certain forever. types of dogs, like bloodhounds and pit bulls that are bred for a certain purpose or drug-sniffing dogs, are kind of like a super soldier because they've been gene-modified to be able to do that. But they were gene-modified just by making them have sex with other aggressive dogs and shit or whatever they were doing. Dogs that like drugs. It's not like... There was, there was no mad scientist involved. There was just a mad pervert involved. Yeah. Well, if you like dogs that much, you'd be a happy scientist. 
I'm thinking, I'm thinking there's got, okay, so there's got to be, okay, so, okay, another, and not, not just dogs, uh, cannabis. That's another example of things that have just been bred, um, like just beyond the point of recognition from its original form. If all dogs came from wolves, that's, if that's true. And all weed came from pretty much like, uh, you know what? Let me open this beer. What are you drinking on? I was just drinking water, but now I want a beer too. I got uh, some Lone Stars in the fridge. Lone Star. Good. I, uh, I've never had a Lone Star. You never had a Lone Star? Isn't that the guy, isn't that the Han Solo ripoff from Spaceballs? Lone Star. <laughs> it is. Yeah. But it's also a beer. Whoa. The uh, Shinu Ibu is 5,000 years old. Like, but where did all these dogs come from? Like, they, they're like, oh, we bred them with other dogs. Like, but these dogs are wildly different. The, the idea so, that a wiener dog even exists blows my mind. Yeah, I, I think, I think dogs are. Um, I think, um, I don't know what I think. I, this evolution thing, man. I don't know. I think there there might be aliens, dogs on like asteroids that crash land here, and there's different breeds. This, What's the what's the newest bred dog? Is there are there pictures of of like a dog going We're talking uh, its, whole wheat pumpernickel? Uh, yeah, a bread dog. But you know that's that's bread. A bread dog. That's a crossover I want to see. A bread dog, dude. I want to see a, a super super uh, white bread soldier like bread fighting war. What? I'm oh, very you know, you know who could play him in the movie? Bread Pitt. Little dude. John. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Uh, yeah. I'm now, see, now I'm kind of thinking which which inanimate objects uh, being like super soldiers that are part part human, part. Um, oh, you know who the first super soldier was? Inspector Gadget, dude. Yeah, he was. Uh, he had a lot of hands up his hat. Go, go, Gadget. What is? What would he say? But no, I like the idea of like a like uh, going back to the refrigerator concept, a man who's part human, part refrigerator, or a man who's part human, part uh, park bench, or part human, part, um, part you know, some part park bench, park, park, a part human, part uh, bush, part, just don't set it on fire. Yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. just thinking like there, there's got to be a there's a it seems like animals are like a waste of time if you're just going to. Like really want to make a super soldier, you could just chop off a like. Uh, oh, here's another one. If we're just talking, uh, Ash, not Ash Ketchum, but Ash from Evil Dead, Chainsaw Hand. Yeah, that's a super soldier. Yeah, that's kind of like a cyber. Well, at, now you got me thinking. Instead of mixing people with uh, stuff or or animals, well, why not uh, like like germs or viruses, like a, a man germ or a a, a German a, a, a German a German. <laughs> or a, or a lady virus or something, you know, just making people microscopic. Oh, and, yeah, like uh, half man, half dust mite. Yeah, yeah, or a or an ant man. It's just, it sounds like we're just talking about fucking Marvel over here. I know, so. Paul Rudd, dude. Uh, Paul, Cheers. Paul, Paul, the the the. Oh, where the Rudd meets the road. Get your beer. I'll continue this. Um, Pig human hybrid. I'm learning something. In a lab at the Salk Institute, a scientist sucks human stem cells into a tube. Another Ugh. injects them into a pig embryo. And at that moment, a cross species embryo, a chimera, both human and pig, begins. Ugh. 
The project leaders, Dr. Juan Carlos Ispizua Belmonte and June Wu, have spent the past four years trying to make this work. And now, finally, their chimera has begun to grow. So these are pig embryos that may or may not have human elements. Yeah, may or may not. We, we don't know yet. We need to analyze it. Uh, there are several different ways to do that. We need to use, the, for example, a marker that can mark the human cells inside. We will be able to visualize it. Or we can analyze the human DNA. The human stem cells grow inside the pig embryo. After four weeks, the scientists euthanize the chimera. For now, those human cells aren't growing as well as the scientists would like. But the goal is eventually, the embryos will grow into a pig, with a human organ ready for harvest. This is the first time uh, that we see human cells actually can survive. Is this like when, in South Park, Mr. Garrison had a uh, his new penis growing on the back of a mouse? Yeah, more or less. Because they can do that, right? I've seen like a human ear grown on a, on a mouse. Yeah, they could. Uh, I don't know how they do that. Like, how do they get the shape? They put like a like a mold on the back of the animal while they're growing, or uh, I don't know. I don't. It sounds like torture, though. It doesn't sound fun for the animal. Yeah. Do you think? Do you think that that mouse is just hearing everything super loud? It's they're not the growing the internal parts of the ear. It's just the it's the outer rim. So what? If, how would the how would you grow? So how would you grow a new butthole on a mouse? Like if you if someone needs a butthole transplant, how would you grow a butthole on a mouse? Where does the butthole even begin or end? I don't know. It's like uh, it's like there's no, <laughs> that's a more biblical question than like uh, the Alpha and the Omega or what happened before the Big Bang. You know, <laughs> where does the butthole end and begin? No one knows. It really, it uh, goes all the way through. These are these are questions that science just can't answer. I think they I think they might have already. The butthole might end. If it goes all the way through, then your mouth is the other side of the butthole. That's true. Oh, we could take, we could we could probably use the neural link to control animals. So instead of having human hybrid animals, it'll be like human. It'll be just like that fucking movie with Qigon. Yeah, well, it makes sense, doesn't it? It does now. I'm learning so much today. Uh, okay, Vice News. I'm, let's see if they. I don't know. You know what? No, fuck Vice News. I don't even care about that anymore. Fuck the internet. Fuck the internet. Yeah. Uh, I tried once. Let's it see. Hurt. Get a cyber baby. Uh, so this is from Forbes. The Pentagon wants cyborg implants to make soldiers tougher. So basically, they're doing. I, I would say they've been doing this for a long time. If they're now going like, yeah, we're gonna do that. But uh, the last effort, known as the adapter, involves cyborg implants to toughen soldiers against two of the commonest. That's weird. That's weird grammar here. Against two of the commonest health issues. Is that right? on Forbes. Common, most common. Yeah, it says two of the issues. commonest health issues Commons. in modern warfare. Um, rust and Tr- It's town. trying to make you think of communism. Communist. Maybe that is right. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Did eat some edibles. Limited access to safe food and water and sleep disruption. So these implants are basically like, instead of giving soldiers meth, now let's just make a uh, implant in the brain that just drips out a little bit of uh, uh, whatever the opposite of melatonin is. Well, you have to be like a mad scientist. These people are definitely mad scientists. Who who's like, oh, we're gonna put something in his brain so he won't sleep, so he could be a better soldier. Like you, the, the people working on this, they got they got a little they they have screws screws loose, and I don't know if it's I don't know if it's good. Who who let these people into uh, uh, positions of power? Yeah, it seems like if you're who? gonna put chips in people's brains, then uh, curing jet lag 
wouldn't be your top reason to do it. But no, it really should not. It should not be. These people are insane. There's crazy people running the world. My God, for five years, they've been growing babies and cows. Uh, yeah, I don't see like my problem with a lot of this stuff is the more I look into it, the more it's very vague. Everything they say like, oh, yeah, we've been doing this. Oh, yeah, we're doing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but they don't tell you exactly how it, how it works, what it's supposed to do other than vague terms that I guess is just going to get them funding. Um, so it's a glitch. Yeah. And people don't care. They just go through with it. Yeah. I mean, Lieutenant General Ashley, I got him here talking about how he's he's worried that AI human hybrid soldiers from China are going to take over. And the Defense Intelligence Agency sees that as one of the top major concerns for the future of warfare. I'd like to thank you for joining us for this ILW Contemporary Military uh, Forum entitled Future Disruptive Threats. Folks out there every day putting themselves in harm's way, doing the things that you would expect our nation to do to keep us safe. So hoo-ah, thanks, Army, and look forward to the, the rest of the panel discussion. Thank you, Honorable Bingham. I love it when there's a room full of government officials clapping for themselves. Pat myself in the back. Lieutenant General Ashley, over you, sir. Scotty, thanks. And for, uh, for our name. panel members and everybody here today, thank you. Thanks to AUSA. Um, if I could ask all our partner nations that are here in uniform to please stand for just a moment. All the Let's skip ahead. It's here. the ability to provide timely information. It's the ability to support a war plan. It's that operational and strategic indications and warning. Lethality is the ability to collect the information that gets after what General Akasoni talked about, which was intent. And having worked for Secretary Mattis at CENTCOM, that was one of our hardest lifts, that one of our biggest challenges. Do you think this is like when, uh, like when Reefer Madness kind of, uh, and all the like anti-marijuana propaganda was out? Do you think the new thing is like freaking everybody out about AI and uh, what it's, what it's going to do? Yes. Take it's TikTok. Because well, yeah, that too. But the, I mean, this. It seems like um, I don't know. I, it, I mean, I guess there's been so many movies about it, kind of like asteroid impacts. There's always like an a apocalyptic asteroid movie or apocalyptic AI movie. Remember that one where Johnny Depp becomes all the particles in the world? Yeah. Yeah. What was it, it called? Trans, transcendent. <laughs> um, but the the weird thing that I see is like they're like, oh, China is going to do this and that. Uh, they're going to have super soldiers and. Why don't they just say it's it's just people? It's it, it's China, yeah. It's um, I don't know what. Well, what is this guy saying? This guy didn't say anything yet. He, he, <laughs> I'm, gets, I'm, he gets paid money. Escalation, domination. So let me talk just a little bit about some of those disruptive technologies. And it is indeed China and Russia looks at this as a race in the R and D uh, domain. What does he look at? Who's going to achieve the first breakthrough? So what are some of those technologies? Hypersonics. AI. Advanced materials, autonomous systems. <laughs> advanced materials. Advanced materials and autonomous systems. <laughs> this sounds like stuff I could get at Words. Home Depot, bro. Extendable doohickeys. <laughs> Cars Reflective with wheels. Whatnots. <laughs> Artificial intelligence. <laughs> rotor, rotor. Advanced computing and human. Advanced computing. <laughs> Calculators that are pocket size. Smarter learning apparatuses. Lunchables, snack packs. E easily digestible military rations. Words. Pocket-sized harmonicas. Words. <laughs> this is just the made, it's just listing off things that China's going to use to take us Human over. performance. 
So just think about hypersonic propulsion and the geometry think that's that. involved in trying to shoot a bullet with a bullet. <laughs> shoot a bullet with a bullet. Wow. Yeah. And the one that you're shooting at can turn and adjust its trajectory. <laughs> Develops materials such as graphene, where you can develop ultralight and very strong flexible materials that can operate in extreme environments. With photonics and how that develops in the way of lasers and the impact on communications, remote sensing, and the ability to develop counter space capabilities. And we think Books about A2AD, atomic sensors that allow you to operate in a GPS denied environment. A motorcycle with three wheels. Quantum technologies that deal with encryption algorithms or high-speed computers that you don't necessarily think of the context of what it allows you to do for R&D because it allows you to get into modeling and simulation where you learn and you develop and you can literally potentially take years off the time to develop new weapon systems. This is some bullshit. And we hear a lot of discussions about China and Russia China. and developing high-speed computers and who has the fastest computer. Aren't they all using Intel? Has the fastest computer. But what are you doing with it? What is the problem you're trying to solve? And do you have the imagination to envision the future of the challenges it will face and the problems that you'll have to I'm solve? I'm that person coughing, but... <laughs> Elsa Kinnia from the Center for New American Security Technology had a very insightful comment when she said, you know, sometimes when somebody says, I have the faster computer, it's really about a status symbol. The more important piece what? is, how are they being used? What are the problems they're trying to solve? Well, I've had about enough of that guy. I'm, tr I'm trying to play some VR video games. Super soldiers. Super soldiers. Yes. Yes. Um, wow. I have a Smithsonian mag that I'll just kind of summarize for you real quick. They uh, basically, kind of what I was talking about earlier, I couldn't find the exact one where it was DARPA related. But the Smithsonian uh, Magazine, smithsonianmag.com, is basically pontificating, salamanders can regrow lost body parts. Could humans one day do the same? And then they're like, they do this great thing that, um, same thing with uh, most aspects of science, especially when we're talking about AI. They go, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. They interview these scientists going like, <laughs> Yeah, so we could just keep chopping off these salamanders' arms and legs and shit, and they grow back. And we're like, man, one day humans are going to be able to do that too, but we can't do it yet. And that's the um, the crux of that. Um, they they go yeah. into detail about how they, they we started off just chopping a little bit of the salamander skin off, and then we just chopped like a finger off, and then we chopped off its whole arm, and it grows back every time. Do, do you know what I, I hope this is? I hope it's not some crazy mad scientist sitting in a laboratory chopping up geckos or whatever salamanders constantly oh, i hope it's like they do it like once they're like okay well this happened and then and then it's sensationalized by the media afterwards i hope it's i hope it's really not crazy mad people sitting in their basements doing this constantly and like oh by like the way fauci we're, we're let do all those dogs people. fauci let all those like flies eat dogs heads alive remember that so maybe scientists are uh maybe we should go kill all the scientists we need a super soldier to wipe out the scientists because they're up to no good what, I think Huxley and Orwell and all those guys kind of warned about a technocratic uh, scientific dictatorship. It's always the guys in the lab coats that really do the worst shit. And they make it seem like they're not. They're like, oh, this is going to help you uh, regrow your liver, but we're in the back room murdering lizards and fucking pigs. It's a real Best wild case scenario, they jerk you off and, <laughs> and put your sperm in a freaking monkey lady. That's best case scenario. <laughs> But don't worry, maybe in 30 years we'll cure cancer. So we're just going to go back uh, 
I gotta go. I got this this monkey lady. Really, she's hot. It's hot. We were joking around again, sir, and it went too far, just like it always does. Someone always gets hurt. Well, Nick, I think that's. Um, I think I've about exhausted all my material on um, on on super soldiers and human a- animal chimeras. Um, I don't know. I think we. As usual, I've come away tonight with more questions than answers. <laughs> I think so. We've, uh, we 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 might need to. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm really confused right now about what we were we were talking about super soldiers. Yeah, dude. What if there was a guy? What if, what if you would a chimera? If you took like one body part and made the whole body just that body part, like what if there was a guy that was just all toes? Would that be a super soldier? Could be. What if the guy had uh, a mouse for ears? Like instead of having ears, he had mice. And then would would that be a super soldier? Would the well do the mice have mice ears? Gorilla gorilla ears. <laughs> this this <laughs> this is a gross. Ah, <sighs> uh, I you ever see the movie Species? With uh, the uh, the lady, the alien lady, goes around trying to have sex with the uh, perfect mate. No, that was cool. I saw that movie. It was it was a movie. What's the last movie you saw? Ah, uh, glorious. Yeah, glorious was a it was a horror movie about a guy getting stuck in a bathroom with uh, a <laughs> with the, the one um, with Brendan Fraser, uh, the whale. Oh, that's a different that's stuck in a bathroom movie. It's it's like the whale. It's in a single room the whole entire movie, but uh, there's a glory hole and there's a um, uh, what are the what, like an old one in the bathroom with him. This sounds awesome. It was a good movie. There was a big twist at the end. I'm not going to give it away, but it was uh, it was good. The ending was good too. I thought it was going to suck because the ending. I was like, how are they going to end this movie? And they did it in a good way. I I saw a movie that I'd forgotten about till recently called Rubber, and it's just a movie about a tire that falls off a truck and kills a bunch of people. That's the whole movie. Just a tire rolling around, knocking things over. You know how weird that is. I was just looking at the. Do you see the the car that happened recently? There was a truck wheel that came off and hit somebody. It was like big video on the internet. No, I just had that video open while you were talking about this. Whoa! Hold on. Wait, let me Good. This shit's scary as fuck, man. You're driving down the street and then a car's tire just comes flying off and they hit you. Oh. Yeah, I'd get tired life of that is, real quick. Life is uh, very fragile. If you're a tire going down the street and you kill somebody, are you a super soldier? If, wait. So was it if, good? Wait, if, I, if it I'm bad? the tire or if I'm the person that got killed? <laughs> you're super flat. Was it was it a good movie, Rubber? I remember hearing about it. I've never seen it. I mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> do good I, think most, I really liked it. I think most people would hate it. I heard a Cocaine Bear was bad. Like, Rubber kind of reminds me of something like that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, they went for it. You can tell they just, they weren't really taking it seriously. I enjoyed the movie, but uh, I wouldn't probably watch it again. I want to see that new uh, Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah, I kind of embarrassed. I'm embarrassed to say that that looks pretty good. I want to go, I want to get drunk and go. Right, bring some dice. They don't make good movies uh, anymore. You notice that, Nick? Everything made after 2010 kind of sucks, movie-wise. Yeah, everything's different now. Move, well, because uh, you know, celebrities different, writers are different. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I've. You know what? There's a movie coming out 
about what is just a bunch of guys play dogs. Like, remember how they used to do like Milo and Otis and Airbud, where the animals would talk? Yeah. And there's like and a rated R version of that. With, yeah. With dirty mouths. And I was just like, filthy, filthy dog. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's over. Fuck the internet. I think we're it's it's time to just shut it all down. We need a good um one of those things Fletcher always talks about a uh, a cataclysmic event or at least an EMP. Just kind of start from It'll scratch. It'll bring people together. Yeah. yeah. It, it could uh, it could reunite us. And then um, if then the super soldiers that were locked up in their uh, cages will break out and take over the world. So like Khan, Khan would be the perfect example of a super soldier. Genetically uh, created and you know Star Trek it pretty much predicted it like if you make these things uh, it's not going to end well for anybody because they're going to they're going to take over they're going to be top dog N- a new new person on the top of the food chain Nanu Nanu exactly Nanu Nanu I think that's what he's the website it claims that this person was a victim of spontaneous human combustion now you got to tell us where did this one happen Budapest three weeks ago <laughs> Oh, Budapest. is Budapest and Budapest the same thing? And they're both in Prussia. Where did this one happen? Budapest. Was that Fringe? Yeah, I was looking for. Um, <laughs> I, I'm. I was looking. Uh, you brought up Khan, so I figured we'd give the context for uh, the Super Soldiers ISO. William Bell killed these people. What do you mean? William Bell's company, Massive Dynamic, is a cover for all manner of unethical behavior multinational outside the purview of government control he founded it to continue his experiments with impunity among them secret drug trials this was one of his test subjects and why would william bell have him killed well he didn't at least not intentionally you see bell is trying to activate his subjects to see which ones were successful some can handle the process others can't what process to create super soldiers. <gasps> super soldiers. Super yes. soldiers. Like Khan Nunian Singh to defend us in the coming war. What war? I'm sorry. The Khan? Yes. As in the wrath of? Yes. And let me guess. This war, it's against... The Romulans. Renegade Romulans from the future. Here to change wow, the I timeline. Totally this was in the this. sworn enemy of the Federation. The Federation. That would be the United Federation of Planets. Yes. And you all know this because... I am the son of Sarek. Which makes you Spock. Yes. Well, Mr. Spock, thank you for your time. Nice. And the funny thing is, uh, Nimoy's in the show. Yeah, because he's, he's William Bell's he's, Palsy. <laughs> whatever, what's his name? William Bell Will. Palsy. William Will. Well, there's William Bell's Palsy and Robert Downey Syndrome <laughs> Jr. And uh, whatever, I don't know. Uh, what's that guy's name? The Doctor? Um, wow, I just had a big brain fart. Who? Dr. Uh, Walter. Walt, the dude, he's great. Uh, while I was watching the show, I noticed if you look at his eyes, there's something really weird with his eyes. And I was like, am I fucking stoned or is there something going on here? And then I did some research and he had some sort of, uh, uh, eye surgery where they had to put, uh, like some refractive, like glass in his eyes. So you could actually see reflections out of his pupil in a very strange way. Yeah. So he's kind of a super soldier. He's a super. He's got. He's got. He's got glass in his eye that makes his eyes look weird on camera. He's taken over the world. Ah. Did you hear about dude, that uh, dude that got shot? Shot in the uh, 
shot right in the eyeball uh, with a pistol. And then was it his left or right he, one? He no. fell asleep. No, I have... He slept it off. He was fine. He was in, it was really? it was uh he, he it was Glock glaucoma. All right. Um. Okay. Good. Yeah. Nick NickTheRat.com. Um. Any final yeah, closing I'm gonna, thoughts? I'm gonna, uh, my closing thoughts is is this right here. Um. We are creating super soldiers today, using um uh, was it subliminal messaging, and we're morphing the culture to become. Uh, s- murderous slaves to uh, ap- appease the elites, just like those giant soldiers and the little guy. Uh, but either way, b- uh, b- d- don't don't fear the soldier. Fear fear the bomb, and go to nicktherat.com. Uh, thank you for having me. Thanks, Nick. Nicktherat.com live every Wednesday night, which is tomorrow, April twelfth. It's it's almost today. Oh yeah, three more minutes. Um, all right. Well, uh, that was, that's our show, everybody. Thanks again to NetNed for producing. Thanks, Nick, for coming by. And, um, yeah, I guess be careful of mad scientists. Um, be careful of, don't put it, don't let them put a chip in your brain or your butt or your balls. So what happened is nothing. And that's all. Super soldiers. Super soldiers. Yes. Yeah. Well, it makes sense, doesn't it? You were joking around again, sir. And it went too far. Just like it always does. Someone always gets hurt. <sighs> Let's start with the water. Well, you're a scientist. You'll appreciate the science involved. A new additive is being put in the water supply. It's called chloramine. It's not news. Well, let me say, it's been reported, but no one's asking questions yet. And what should they be asking? If you want to deliver something to everyone's home in America... What better way than through what's most taken for granted? Water. Look, I've had my fair share of outrageous conspiracy theories, okay? So cut the mystery crap and get to the science. Chloramine is just a substitute for chlorine. You can drink it, and it's harmless. Unless someone were to quietly go and change its molecular makeup. Who? And how? you'd be more interested in why all right then why to prime a population to breed a generation of super soldiers by adding something to our water something which promotes the mutation of offspring and fertilization or pregnancy (sighs) what you're saying is absurd is it more absurd than i am i am a first generation prototype well, now there's seven stages advanced on the science which created me. To the point where now they have successfully given birth to a super soldier from a mutated egg. <laughs> oh, God. Well, dummies, you just wasted another amount of your non-precious time listening to abs in a six-pack. When are you going to stop? You know, there's very few of you. If, you, if this is like a hands-on-a-hard-body thing of trying to figure out who will be the last person to actually listen to this show, it's a lose-lose proposition. By the way, he asked me to do this. The head moron who makes the show. <laughs> ha! The secret is, I think he's the biggest moron of all. It would indicate that you're a bigger moron for listening to his show. However, I think somehow that's not true. He actually is a bigger moron than the rest of you. Anyway, go outside. Read a book. Ride a bike. Take a walk. Go walk a dog. 
Go kiss somebody. Whatever there is, I can think of one million things to do better than listen to this dumb, crummy show. Abs in a six-pack. Well, I bet for most of you, you're half right. <laughs> this is Master Shake. Do something with your lives.